This is Dave Fleming at the Ingenuity Lab. Welcome to another episode of Life Work, a podcast that explores ideas and insights at the intersection of who you are and what you do. Your life work. Well, for this to really make sense for what I'm going to say to you next, I need to tell you that I'm 55 years old. And then I need to tell you that I never really thought I'd be 55. Nor did I think I'd have a 30-year-old son. So today, I was sitting outside with my wife, um, and I... You know, I'm paying attention to my hands a lot more. Maybe you are too during this time as you wash your hands and and noticed how dry they are. And I have relatively oily skin um, from my heritage and my hands are getting dry. But then I noticed my arms have these weird shapes on them. And I, I, (laughs) I immediately knew what it was, but I walked over to my wife and I showed it to her and I said, what is that? And she said, that's your skin falling. They're called wrinkles. And I said, yeah, but what's it doing on my arm? And she said, yes, this happens to everyone. My wife is the person who reminds me of reality. Much of the time I'm deeply appreciative, but there are moments where that's not what I Uh, feel. This was one of them. And she has this uncanny way of being able to remind me that my age is something that's going to follow me all the way to its final conclusion. And this brings something up today that actually, all joking aside, we really do need to pay attention to right now. Buddhists call this idea impermanence. Impermanence. Uh, One Buddhist uh, uh, quote goes like this, As the sun's shadow shifts, so there is no permanence on the earth. And then here's another one. I I love this one. This is um, from a a Thai proverb. Listen, Listen to this. At high tide, fish eat ants. At low tide, ants eat fish. Oh, yeah. And at 55, skin starts to get wrinkly because there is no permanent thing on the earth. We are all experiencing everyday impermanence, and we're experiencing it in a relatively uh, jarring way right now. As you're reading headlines and hearing what's happening in our country and across the world, we are being reminded that life is impermanent, that we are all subject to the realities of biology and the realities of life, and that that there really is, um, there's not a lot of compassion in the universe. You know, uh, things happen to people, and people die, and I am going to die too. Now, I am not trying to depress you today. I am actually, believe it or not, trying to encourage you and energize you and inspire you to love life. And here's why. The more we appreciate the impermanence of life, 
the more deeply we can love what is right in front of us. How great is that? When I don't appreciate my impermanence, when I don't appreciate that my kids were one day, uh, excuse me, were, were at one time five years old, and now they're 28 and 30. When I don't appreciate that, all of a sudden they're 30, and I have nothing but regrets. And I have some. Do you? Do you have things that sting because years ago when you had the opportunity to really pay attention and really love something, you took it for granted? If this time is teaching us anything, it's first a reminder that all things are impermanent. But second, and this is another Buddhist um, philosophy, another Buddhist tenet, second is that we have the ability as human beings to have what Buddhists call a beginner's mind. Like every day we can start over. We can appreciate life in a fresh way every day. Really every day until our last day, we can have a beginner's mind. We can see life anew. I mean, right now, because I'm not at my office at the Ingenuity Lab where I would be doing this podcast in a small little phone booth studio, I'm in my car. People are walking by wondering, what is that guy doing with a microphone in his hand? I'm looking out at beautiful trees and uh, palm trees and um, uh, people driving by and walking by with their dogs. Life is happening. Birds are singing. I'm experiencing this in a powerful way. One of the reasons I'm experiencing it is because I'm also in touch with the fact that someday, and it could be any day, I won't be able to experience this this way. And that makes me more grateful, not morbid, but more grateful for what I'm able to experience in my relationships, in the places that I am able to work and the places I'm able to deposit myself, I'm grateful because I just don't know what's going to happen. And so I want to I soak it all in. Here's another quote from C. Joy Bell. We can't be afraid of change. You may feel very secure in the pond that you are in, but if you never venture out of it, you will never know that there is such a thing as an ocean, a sea. Holding on to something that is good for you now may be the very reason why you don't have something better. Wow. Wow. What might I be holding on to in a rigid way right now that is actually no longer good for me? A way of thinking. Listen, we're all having to let go of things all day right now. Many of you listening to me are at home right now, and you would normally be in an office building filled with your colleagues, and you can't be with them right now. You can see them virtually. You can see them on Skype. You can see them on Zoom. You can hear them on the call, but you can't, you can't experience them the way we normally do. And we're having to let go of that right now. 
And it's showing us how impermanent things can be. But you know what I want to encourage you to do today? Be grateful for the time you do have when you can see them on a screen or hear their voice. Really relish that. Look deeply into their eyes on the screen. Listen to the tone of their voice. Be appreciative that you're in a meeting. Wow, imagine that. Work meetings that we're grateful for. That we could start a whole new movement. Life is impermanent. I have to tell you, this is a hard one for me. This is a hard one for me. I wouldn't mind living forever. I wouldn't mind living forever. But I want it all to be the way I want it to be forever. And when I look down at my arms, hmm, I get a different message. You, Dave, are subject to all the same rules about life as everyone else. Now, those can make you bitter. Those can make you fearful. Or those can make you deeply appreciative for who is in your life, what is in your life, and the life you are able to experience in this moment. So here's what I'm going to do for the rest of today and the rest of this week. When I look down at my arms, and there's some on my neck too. I'm looking in my rearview mirror. I mean, I don't have a lot of wrinkles on my neck, but I can see some. (laughs) When I see those, I am going to immediately try to bring myself more deeply into the present moment. And instead of obsessing about something I cannot control, the impermanence of life, I'm going to be grateful for what's right in front of me. I'm going to be grateful and appreciative that I have this moment, that I can see people, that I can hear my boys talk on the phone and we can laugh and we can still be in contact, that I can create this for you. What's right in front of you? What's right in front of you that reminds you life is impermanent? What is that? Is it wrinkles? Is it your kids growing up? Is it a tree in your backyard that once was a small little sprout and now look at it? What is it? What is it that is showing you right now that life is impermanent? Embrace that. Embrace the impermanence of life. And then let that pull you into the present moment to embrace what's before you. If that's work, work with diligence. If that's a meal with your family, eat that fully present. If that's a walk in your neighborhood, see things you've never seen before. Whatever it is, let the impermanence of life draw you to its beauty so that you can experience it more deeply. This is Dave Fleming at the Ingenuity Lab. My voice is impermanent too, and I'm delighted I was able to share it with you today.